Rogers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5. Yes. To the end zone. Touchdown. And a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Brewer fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for not only them diehard baseball fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. I'm Tyler, aka T Plush, your host for the show. I am a contributor for reviewing the brew for Fansighted and one of the founders of the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, in which one of the other founders is here with me today. So if you do not know, you can follow our podcast on Twitter at Trilogy underscore pod, for we tweet a lot about the Bucks, Brewers, and Packers. On the other end is Trevor, a.k.a. Sunshine Bender, here to talk some Brewers prospects with me today. We'll be covering 22, 21, and 20, so going through three in one episode. But before we get down to business, Sunshine, how are you doing today? I am pretty good. I am pretty good. Um, you know, our last... Our last prospect uh, podcast was a really fun one, and one really we had a lot of information about. So this one will be a little bit more unique, I think, with the types of players that we have, because there are a lot of very, very young players, um, and they're all international prospects, so that's kind of a fun tidbit, and they they sound really intriguing, so I'm excited to talk about them. Yeah, me too. These these international prospects are very interesting. And yeah, two of them are from the Dominican Republic. One is from Venezuela. So it's crazy to think the Brewers are committing money to these guys when they're, they're kids at like 16, 17 years old and they become millionaires. And then they obviously have to work their way up the ranks of the Brewers minor league system, but it just obviously takes a little bit longer for them to do that because they could be technically a like five, six year pro uh, throughout the minors by the time they reach the big leagues throughout their progression. So it's a little different track than your typical prospect where they come out of college or get drafted out of high school. They're, they're starting a lot younger. So just keep that in mind when you're hearing some of these names throughout this podcast. For our first one is prospect number 22, and that is Eduarki Fernandez. I believe I said that correctly. He signed at 17 years old out of the Dominican Republic. He was the 18th ranked international prospect when he signed, and we gave him a $1.1 million signing bonus. For the Brewers, he has only played one season technically as a professional. That was this previous season in 2019 where he played in the Dominican Summer League. His knack going into the league was that he's an aggressive hitter who lacks plate discipline. And yeah, that pretty much showed in the Summer League. In 72 games, he had a 214 batting average, 301 on base percentage, 372 slugging, 674 OPS, 
did hit 11 home runs and steal 15 bases, but the strikeout percentage is really the alarming one. 98 strikeouts and 268 at-bats, so that's good enough for striking out 32.5% of the time. His walk rate wasn't terrible, but it's not outstanding either, 9.6%. And I think he finally started to figure that out as the season went on. So that could be one area for him to prove upon in 2020. With being an aggressive hitter, he is also extremely fast. He's consistently clocked in for the 60-yard run at 6'4 to 6'5 range. So I know that's typically not a stat you think of. Usually I think like 40-yard dash with football and combine stats, but... 60-yard run, you compare his to Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader came out of college running a 6.85, and he is lightning fast. So Eduardo Fernandez is even faster than Harrison Bader. And then on the defensive side, scouts say he has tremendous ability to track down fly balls. His routes are incredible, and then he limits balls getting into the gap. So he's a hustle player. So you love to see that out of a young prospect. As I mentioned, it seemed like he kind of figured out hitting a little bit more towards the end of the Dominican Summer League. He had a three-home run game, also had a three-walk and three-stolen base game. And then to end the season, in his last seven Summer League games, he drew a walk in at least five of those. So that's pretty encouraging out of the young hitter. Hopefully that's something he can carry over and build upon into 2020. As for his swing, looking at it, this dude just looks like he's in control. It's nice and easy, doesn't overswing, nothing crazy going on. He just kind of gets up there, takes takes a spot in the batter's box, and goes to work. So not a whole lot to really analyze in that regard, um, but you have to be kind of excited with this prospect, and especially with his speed. And if he can figure out how to make contact, maybe even generate a few more infield hits, I mean, that's that's crazy to think about what he could do. So Trevor is going to take us to prospect number 21, unless he has any other comments on Eduardo Fernandez. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, Tyler and I always talk before we record these podcasts to make sure we know what we're going to talk about. And he asked me what uh, what prospects I wanted. And I looked at his name, and I did not want to butcher it, so I did not take that <laughs> prospect. Just so you know, that was my decision-making process when we were talking That about is solid that. reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving to prospect 21, Larry Ernesto, another outfielder. He is a switch hitter, and just like all switch hitters, he typically has a better side of the plate. Um, and for Larry, it's he's better batting off the left side of the plate. Like Tyler said, another Dominican Republic signee, and he was, when the Brewers signed him, he was ranked 14th in the international prospect pool. And Fernandez was 18th, as Tyler said, so a little bit higher ranked. Um, He will be 19 years old for this upcoming season, and just a note, he's already played two years in professional baseball, which is absolutely insane so when he signed two years ago at 17 years old he had a 1.8 million dollar signing bonus i wish i would have gotten that at 17 years old (laughs) (laughs) but looking at his play in 2018 he mainly played in the dominican summer league 
And then in 2019, he was at Arizona Rookie Ball uh, for the Brewers. So in 2018, not a great average, uh, 236. Again, that was in the Dominican Summer League. And then up in Arizona, he had a pretty bad 172 batting average. So when you look at that, it really shows that he probably has some poor plate discipline, and that really shows with his high strikeout rate. 33% in 2018, which is right about where Fernandez was. And then also in 2019, he was actually up to 44%, which is not good. (laughs) Uh, Not good at all there. Other than that, you see he is an aggressive hitter with that high strikeout rate and really it hasn't materialized for him he was a pretty highly ranked prospect you know 14th in the international pool but he has not been able to put it together very well not much to speak of in regards to his defense he's just kind of an average defender for his position and his his swing uh it doesn't when you watch him there's no like high lead kick in the in the videos i watched it it almost seems like he reaches for the ball when he's swinging and like those strikeout rates have told you a lot of them are swings and misses he is pretty aggressive but it just it seems weird and i don't know tyler if you have a better way to describe it but he almost it almost seems like he like reaches for the ball even when it's in the middle of the plate. Yeah, no, that's a great analysis. Um, I was watching that as you were talking about it. And yeah, keeping the hands in, I think, is definitely one area that you can kind of tell on film where that swing could use a little bit of work. Is that going to help with his plate discipline? <laughs> Probably not. But I mean, the kid's 19 years old, going to be 19 years old with some money. He'll figure it out, hopefully, at least. He can't be worse than what he was this season in Arizona Rookie League. That was a terrible batting average that you mentioned. So hopefully a couple years under his belt, he's able to turn it around because the Brewers saw something in him, and that signing bonus really reflected it. Moving on, the last prospect is number 20, Luis Medina. And we decided to include three prospects in this podcast because he hasn't played baseball yet. He's 16 years old. He was the 13th international ranked prospect in 2019 out of Venezuela. Brewers gave him a $1.3 million signing bonus. So I can't tell you how he's done in any summer leagues, rookie leagues, anything like that, because those stats are just not available at this moment. I can tell you that the Brewer scouts think he has power and can hit to all aspects of the field. He's a lefty hitter and a lefty thrower. So that's important to remember, at least we always like to think lefties have an advantage in Miller Park when we envision them up there, Um, but does play the outfield, so he's a defender as well. And then looking at some swings of his, if you go to YouTube and just type in Luis Medina, I'm looking at a film from April 11th of this year, and you would not guess that this kid is 16 years old. He looks like a grown-ass man. They have him listed at 180 pounds, 6'2", and I'm just going to describe his swing as majestic. Like, it looks so flawless. It looks so easygoing. I obviously can't tell exactly where the ball's going, but, oh, man, it's it looks like every it looks like he has the tools there on the offensive end, at least from looking at his swing. He uses a little semi-high leg kick, but 
nothing too crazy going on there. As I said, I was I was just mesmerized by it, so I definitely recommend going to check it out. Trevor, did you see anything else on Luis Medina at all? Yeah, um, before you started talking, I started watching a video on him, and you're right, that is a very good description of his swing. It just, it's a pretty swing. Unlike Prospect 21, Larry Ernesto, like, he really keeps his hands in well, and that really kind of expands the hitting zone for players if they're able to keep that back and just snap the bat through the zone. It's a little easier. And then later on in the video, it shows him making some throws to home from the outfield. And it looks like he's got a bit of a cannon as well. So even though he's only 16, we haven't seen him play professional baseball. And that's definitely something that we need to see and see what he's capable of at a professional level. It He is a pretty exciting prospect. And Outside of Thomas Dillard, who we talked about last week, he's probably my most exciting from 20 to 30 right now outside of Thomas Dillard. I think those are my top two that we've talked about so far because he's so young and like Tyler and I have been saying, he just on that one video, he is just like fun to watch him swing um, and it does look like he's got a cannon from the outfield. So super exciting and hopefully he can continue to be that type of player when he gets into the professional system and see what he can do that way. I agree. I would imagine he'll probably start in Arizona Rookie League. It'd probably be a good thing from for a guy to work at the Brewers spring training facility, um, get work in there with the coaches, trainers, get a meal plan underway because those are all things <laughs> that we don't think about as non-professional athletes but it's something that this 16 year old kid is gonna have to figure out and start figuring out fast so he'll be one of my favorite guys to monitor throughout 2020 as well but i think that will pretty much wrap us up today for our prospect breakdown podcast make sure you're checking out the bucks trilogy podcast and the packers trilogy podcast and getting all the content and takes from there Make sure you are checking out the Fresh Take. We, our podcasts are posted there as well. And as you know, spring trainings is getting closer. So hang in there, baseball fans. We're <laughs> it's it's going to be a long winter, but kind of analyzing these prospects gives us hope and uh, makes the winter a little bit more enjoyable. But until next time, we'll see you later. Go Brewers!